Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And And we're we're from from Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today, thank you so much for joining us, Mel. How are you? Hi, ladies. I'm great, thanks. And yourselves? Yeah, we're wonderful. Now, I always get asked, how do I pronounce your last name? It's Telesecan, Mel Telesecan. It's a tricky one. Uh, it's not even phonetically correct, but Telesecan it is. <laughs> What's her background? Um, uh, well, Australian. My grandparents were Italian, but Spanish roots, though. The correct original pronunciation is actually Telchican. So I shouldn't have said that, though, right? Because now that's going to be in your head. <laughs> that's it's a little fine. bit tricky. That's fine. Bit of a mixture we are. Yep. Yeah. Real Aussies. We're from everywhere. We are. That's very true. Now, give us a little bit of your your background, Mel, as to when you started blogging, what you're doing, and uh, all the all the things that make you you. Okay. Um, well, basically, um, I've got a blog and a business that's called Customer Centric Coach, and I've got a podcast as part of that. But that all came from running a small business, a restaurant in inner city Brisbane. And um, basically, what I discovered during that time is that I was spending money trying to promote my business. And over time, I really discovered the value in developing strong relationships with cu- customers. And while that might sound really straightforward, Um, we put a big significant effort into building our customer list and uh, focusing on our customers to make sure that we were being able to contact them beyond the front door on a more personalized level. And so now what I do with the blog and the podcast is um, bring other people into the mix and share their advice on what we can do to help small business owners uh, get more customers, increase their profits and give them a bit more freedom um, and all by thinking around their customers, what their customer journey looks like, and so we can build those strong relationships for a lifelong relationship with customers. That's awesome. And that's so important, isn't it, in terms of having um, customers, whether you are or clients, if you want to call them that, whether you're blogging, whether you're podcasting, whatever you're doing, you need that, that voice out there to draw them in, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's just, you know, in that market that I was in, in the restaurants, I sold that now a few years back, but it's such a saturated market and there are always brand new places coming, um, you know, coming up and people want to try them out naturally. So, you know, you can be a great business, but you can get lost in the noise. And so by being able to directly communicate with your people, whether it be through social media or direct mail or email or SMS or however you do it, um, what it just does is keeps you front of mind and um, that can be really hard to do if you're putting yourself into really public places um, and, you know, you're sort of not being able to get as much traction. So, um, yeah, being able to really, you know, cut through, I guess, is the most important thing. Now, you were saying we were talking before about the importance of not sounding too formal when you blog. So would you like to share a couple of your thoughts and expand on that subject a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I've got an education background. I've been a primary school teacher for a big part of my life. And so I've worn a few hats in, in my lifetime already. And, um, and business is a, it's an exciting part of that as well. But I guess I've really grown up with, um, grown up and being an educator in the importance of following formats and following genre structures and making sure that, um, you know, you follow a format. And I guess. Yes, it can get really, um, we can easily get caught up in being too formal. And when you look at different um, information that businesses put out there, often it is quite formal and it's about, I think people get confused with thinking that if I talk really seriously and really formal, people will take me seriously. And there's been a really big shift, I believe, um, we've seen a lot of it in people actually sound, when we read their words on a, on a website or, a, you know, online or offline, that if, if we can actually feel like we know that that would be that person speaking, um, it, it has much more resonance. Like I have a, um, a friend of mine who I read her content and I fit, because I've seen her and met her in person or I've seen her videos and all those sort of things, it has much more, it just feels more real, I guess, is, if that makes sense. Do you ladies know what I'm talking about when you... When you've met someone, you know what they sound like and you read their content and it all matches back to them. Absolutely. We had uh, Jodie Danson recently uh, was a guest on our podcast and I I could actually hear her speaking when I read her mm-hmm. her blog. It was just such a unique voice and I and I really get what you're saying in terms of having that unique voice that people could, they probably feel that they are actually in the room with you and listening to you, not just reading words on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and the, re- the what I've started doing of late, probably the last 12 months, because I'm someone who can just sit on a blog post writing it and never get it out. Like I've unfinished stuff, just, you know, heaps of it. So now what I actually do is use a voice recorder on my mobile and I talk in the car on my way somewhere and it might have a bit of waffle, but I just translate that into text and then I cut the waffly bits out. And that seems to be having more resonance now with my readers because hopefully it does sound more like me when you meet me in person than the formal, uh, the formal writer, I guess. Mel, do you use uh, an app for that? Because I try that, but I just use it in notes and Siri stops halfway through and I don't get all my thoughts down. So do you have a particular app on your phone? Well, I've been, yeah, I've been playing around with, there's a Google, there's a Chrome app called Speech to Text 2, like it's II as in Roman numerals. I've been playing around with that, um, but it's very slow so you can't you know the conversation that you would normally have at the speed i'm talking now it's not going to pick that up so um so hopefully that'll improve but i have used that and just sort of reread uh, i've sort of played it back to myself and then done it that way that's been helpful um purely because i really want to make it sound like me as much as possible uh, that's really slow the other thing is um i've got someone who actually transcribes my podcast episodes uh, the actual uh, whole content. So sometimes I'll send those over to him, um, but then there's the delay in that. You know, there's a good few days. So, um, so in terms of um, software, is there something that I've been told about? I can't actually recall the name of it now. I should. Ooh, feels like it's on the top of my tongue. It's. Up, I think it's got dragon in the name, but that's not very helpful. Um, but I'll have to let you know um, because it's something else I am investigating, but haven't haven't started yet. Dragon speak. Mm. Is it Dragon Speak? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You Maybe can't use it. it. Yeah, you can't use it on Apple though. Um, uh, you can't use it on a on a Mac. 
Yeah, okay. I'm an Android user, so, um, yeah, it's different from device to device, isn't it? Yes. Um, I use – I'm an Android user and I have Samsung, so they all, as part of the normal apps, have a voice recorder on all their phones. So I just use that and it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I also use – there's actually a high-quality MP3 recorder too that I'm using, just as a side note, for um, interviews – um, when I want to podcast uh, face-to-face, if that makes sense, and that's really great as well for recording voice high quality, if you need that. Yeah. Mel, tell us how you drive business to oh, – let me ask that again. How, uh, tell me how you drive uh, – how to drive business from your blog to wherever you want it to go. Okay. Um, I think the most important thing if you do, if you are using, you know, blog as part of what you're doing to generate business is to make sure that you have a call to action. So the best advice I've been given is not to have too many calls to action in, in one blog, even especially in, say, one podcast, um, because, you know, we're tempted to throw a few things in there being a, an auditory um, medium. But um, having one call to action and having it at at the end so whether that be for instance you're putting a blog and you're repurposing it putting it on linkedin you could be you you know you might just want people to actually be commenting so people can notice you so maybe ask a question at the end and suggest they put it in the comment box or for instance pulling it over to business would be maybe driving it over to a facebook page if you retail and you've got say shopify built into that you could actually then drive them straight to uh, the product page Um, so however you do that just make sure that there's one at a time me personally i'm um i'm actually trying to get people to come over onto my website from social media so i don't have a product to sell yet i'll be selling um our crm and and um data collection tool mid-year but at the moment me i'm about i'm trying to build audience so i don't have any calls to action specifically but i do sometimes redirect to other social media platforms i'm looking to grow community on oh excellent and now tell us about the the regularity of of blogging okay so this is my my tip and yet i don't do it (laughs) so let's just say this is a little bit of a reminder for me as well as everyone else but obviously regularity is key and I'm sure plenty of people say that so whether it be you know once a fortnight once a month once a week however often if people know it's like my podcast every week everyone knows there's a new episode coming out and that's what helps build growth right build followers or build community and people who want to be involved Um, blogs would be much the same so um, so at the moment I'm blogging uh, every month um, so the plan was originally fortnightly, but look, uh, you know, as I mentioned, a friend of mine, she's a lawyer. Her handle is the Happy Family Lawyer, and she blogs regularly. Uh, um, and so for her, what that's done is um, is it's really built her um, audience, and she's able to you know talk to them and answer their questions online through that feed. Um, so regularity is everything if you really want to um, if you want to get some momentum, and and not only that is everyone who I speak with is telling me the same thing is it's a slow burn. So you can do, you know, one blog post a week and don't expect anything for a good three to six months because it is, it is slow. You're building up trust with your, uh, your readers. So slowly, slowly, but it will pay off. I like how you said and use the term, it's a slow burn Mm. because in this society that we live in, we all want instantaneous results. We want it now. Yeah. 
We want it yesterday. So it was refreshing to hear you say that because too many bloggers, and I don't know whether you will agree with me or not, they do too much too soon, burn out and go, well, that was a waste of my time, forgetting that it's the consistency and the stick at itness that works. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. There's everyone's going to have a want to have a crack at this in you know if they're passionate about something and and passion will drive you for a certain period of time and whether that be a month, you know, because a month of, you know, blogging every second day is exhausting. That that is a lot and um but I, I guess it is it is definitely a slow burn. Anything is a slow burn, even in social media. There's people I'm talking to at the moment who are building Instagram accounts. They're giving themselves six months and they're touching touching into that platform every day, twice a day. But they also realise the outcome. So they're really listening to what people are saying who have been there and done that and been persistent, but they're also listening to their audience. So, you know, the great thing is with blogs is that you can, can ask people, you know, how do you feel about this? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I really want to hear you know, what you think about this and creating that engagement is what's going to slowly build up over time Um, and trust isn't gotten in a day and there are so many of us in this space in blogging and, you know, in my space of, you know, marketing essentially I guess is where we fit in for small business, Um, is there so much noise there? Um, So, yeah, persistence is everything and uh, engagement and, you know, answering and responding. That's great. Well, Mel... That's been absolutely wonderful um, to chat with you and having those three takeaways of using your voice, your call to action and being regular. Now, if people wanted to get in touch with you and check out your blog or check out your podcast, find you on Twitter or Facebook, how would they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so on Facebook, my handle is Customer Centric Coach. Uh, on Twitter is Mel Telesecan. So I'll spell it out: Mel M E L T E L E C I C A N. Or you can just go to the website, CustomerCentricCoach.com. Thanks, ladies. Oh, thank you. It was a lovely interview, and thank you so much again. And we'll definitely make sure we include all your links in our podcast so people can find you and connect and say hi. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Mel. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at AussieBloggersPodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.